Welcome to our very first episode of First in Maine, your avenue to living well. I'm Debs here with my amazing co-host Lauren to meet you in the busyness of your everyday life, to pass along some of the insights and wisdom we've gained over the years. Well, <laughs> should I say lots of years? You know, don't try to figure out life alone. We want to connect you to some of the incredible, well-rounded people in our world. They're life coaches, counselors, pastors, physicians, just amazing people who can help you along the way. Each episode, we'll be sharing personal stories, practical help, and timeless principles to help you live at your best. So lean in and let's tackle life together. So we thought we would start this thing by simply introducing ourselves. We want you, our listeners, to feel like you know us a bit better after today. Obviously, we're going to talk about the podcast. What is it? Why are we doing it? And I would just love to get started with you, Lauren. I have known you personally for many years. You are such a beautiful young woman. You have so much to bring to the table. I am genuinely so excited to share you with just the people in my world. I know they're going to love you as much as I do. So just tell us a bit about yourself, your background, and when you're done, I'll jump in and do the same. Yeah, absolutely. So I am recently married. I've only been married for about two years. And I married a professional golfer, so we like to go play golf a lot, although I didn't get a chance to really play that much golf in 2020, believe it or not. Um, We have two dogs. We're um, doodle parents, I guess you can say. (laughs) Um, We don't have children, but we have little fur babies, and they are our life. Um, I just enjoy being around people. I've been serving our community for a couple years where we live and um, worked in different ways, working with youth groups and women. And um, my biggest thing, I think, is I'm just, I've been a hairstylist for 16 years. And being a hairstylist has been so much fun and so rewarding. And I really enjoy that. But there was a point in my life where I really just wanted a little bit more. My dad had passed away back in 2015. And during his um, service, after he passed away, there were so many people that walked up to me that day and just talked to me about my dad. And they gave me like all these really great stories, um, things that I didn't know, things, people I didn't even know, you know, telling me how kind my dad was and things that they that he had did for them. And I really wanted to leave a legacy like my dad did. It really made me like think about my own life. And so that's when I decided that like I wasn't really living up to my full potential and I really wanted a little bit more. And so I started going to a bunch of these um, events with one of my friends Um, my friend Amber invited me to actually your event. You used to host these events called Sisterhood. I know you remember, right? (laughs) So yeah, Amber invited me to Sisterhood and um, this event was so much fun. It was awesome. There was so much fun music. There was great um, speakers that day. And I just fell in love with the whole like community that you had put together. And at the end of the Sisterhood event, you asked 
you know, for people to stand up if they wanted to become like a part of sisterhood and help expand sisterhood and reach reach other people. And so I was, I looked at my friend Amber, I was like, I totally want to do this. This is going to be so much fun. I'm standing up. And so Amber said, oh, I'm going to stand up too. And we did. And you guys brought us something to connect with you. And um, that is really how I got to meet you, Debbie. And you took me to my next step. You know, I said that I was like really trying to figure life out and I wanted to leave legacy and I wanted to do a little bit more besides just being a hairdresser. And um, I met with you and you had like this folder and in this folder were all these great self-reflection questions for me to really like think through and I remember coming to your house, actually, and sitting down with you, and you said, so why are you here? What what is it that, um, how how can we, where where do you want to go, or how can we help you, or how do you want to be a part of sisterhood? And I just remember, like, staring at you, and I was like, I I don't know. (laughs) I just feel like I'm supposed to be here. And so you were like, okay. And so you helped me work through that. And I remember telling you that I really just wanted to go into motivational speaking, that I really just wanted to help others through um, telling my story and um, motivating and encouraging and empowering other people. And shortly after we met, I found a... um, a university that I actually enrolled in and I certified as a life coach. Yeah, and you it was so you were so significant in that for me and you helped me get into that and take my next step and then that led me to so many more amazing outlets in my life. Listen, the pleasure has been all mine. I love seeing that you stepped into the things that you know you're called to do. And the fact that I got to be a part of it, truly the pleasure has been all mine. Oh, and I feel just so grateful that you got to be a part of that. And you're the one that helps me in that. I mean, I, that's probably a product of my environment and you were a part of my environment, really, <laughs> truly. <laughs> you know, so just to share a little bit about my background, obviously, Lauren shared about meeting me through sisterhood. And so that is really a community. It is a space for that was created for women to come together, encourage one another, support each other, and share journey because we truly don't need to do life alone. And I really just had a heart for creating that kind of space. It actually started in a church back in 2000, I guess around 2008. And over time, it just gained traction. We ended up taking that and helping other churches start sisterhood. And then we even did one where I met you, which was in the community. I have loved doing that for the last, I can't do my math well, but I guess 14, you know, 15 years. That's where a lot of my time has been spent, creating environments and spaces where women could hear other women share their journey and talk about the things that they had learned and the life experiences that they have had for the sole purpose of helping others Um, get that wisdom so that they could make great decisions and they could lead the life that really God intended for them. But to kind of go back just a little bit before that actually started, where did all that come from? Well, um, 
I had a radical encounter with God at the age of 25. Up until that point, I had known about God, but did not have a personal relationship with Him. Had a Bible in our home always, but to be honest, had never picked it up and read it. Really did not know what living for God actually meant. And so I found myself at 25, married, didn't have any children yet, but I had all of this um, trauma, things that had happened to me as a young girl into that you know led to me making a lot of decisions, poor, poor decisions in my teenage years. I found myself addicted to drugs. I was actually bulimic and had been bulimic for about, um, golly, <laughs> like 12 or 14 years. And at one point was making myself sick, sometimes 16 times a day. I carried all of that into my marriage, tried to hide a lot of it, but it was there. And so I wanted a divorce. I didn't like my husband. (laughs) And I thought he was the problem, but honestly, a lot of the problem was me. So I got invited to church. And well, my husband and I got invited to church and we went And there was a guest evangelist there that day. He actually called my husband and I out of the service, spoke over our life, and I gave my life to Jesus that day. Had absolutely no idea what it meant. From that point forward, I found a Bible, began reading it, and to be quite honest, I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, how have I not known any of this? You know, there's, God has so much to say about how to live life, and as I began to learn what he said and entered into this relationship, he began to teach me how to live, live better than I could have ever thought possible. And what happened is he ended up bringing other people into my life that shared experience, that mentored me, that coached me, that counseled me. And I just, I wanted to be able to like do that for other people because I realized how important it is to have a circle of people around you who can give you great, good advice you know, sound advice, godly advice, the difference that it makes. You know, I did 25 years on my own and let me tell you, it was a mess. And then I have now turning 50 this year, 25 years, another 25 years under my belt of doing things with God and in community. And let me tell you, it is so much better. Right. So go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what I was going to say is like, sometimes I think you're right, like about the people in our life, like that's a that's a big important thing to think about. Like sometimes you could have people in your life that um, don't really have the best interest that, you know, for you. Right. Absolutely. A lot of the stuff that is swirling around us in the world right now, people are trying to feed us a bunch of stuff. It does not mean they necessarily have our best interest at heart. And the truth is there are people that are in our world that probably do love us and have our best interest at heart, but they're not necessarily sharing with us godly perspective, kingdom perspective, biblical perspective. 
And the way that God um, teaches us to live, it really is countercultural. It's upside down. It usually is the complete opposite of what everybody else right. <laughs> thinks. And for example, you could get in a situation and have somebody that really cares about you. Say you're in a real difficult relationship and maybe um, things are being done. Maybe they're unjust and all of that. And you share what's going on and you talk to that person. And I mean, they love you. They care about you. They definitely are interested in your welfare, but out of emotion, they tell you things and advise you to do things that are completely contrary to really the way God would do them. You know, he says, bless those who persecute you. Pray for those who use you. Right. Who tells you that? Right. (laughs) (laughs) We need people, we need the right people around us who can tell us that. And so over the last 25 years, like I said, it's been a journey gaining life experience. And obviously, as I began to discover more of who God had made me to be, I'd originally just fresh out of school, I'd gone to nursing school. I think I've always had a desire to help people and I did it in that way. And then as I came into relationship with the Lord, I realized, yeah, there's health is important, but spiritual well-being is um, more important. You know, the Bible says, um, how... What is that scripture? Um, I can't think about it. It went out of my head. Anyway, there's a scripture about that. <laughs> um, yeah, um, the benefit of 50, that's, that's it right there. You have great thoughts and then somehow between them being in your head and coming out your mouth, there's a disconnect. So if you're in that stage, you know what I'm saying. And if you haven't gotten there yet, hold on. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> it's coming. But over the course of the years, I definitely tried to, um, I went to school, got a degree in biblical education. The only way that I did that is I actually had people who scholarshiped Bill and I to go to school. Amazing. Um, Ended up going to coaching school, getting coaching credentialing, taking a lot of courses with counseling, you know, really just trying to get as much um, resource as I could to help people. That's just what I want to do. And um, with all of that, I've used all of that through sisterhood and um, hosting events and people coming. And really in this season of my life, I feel like things have just completely shifted. And I know you and I have talked about the things that we've done. Obviously, you've done youth ministry. You've led groups. We've done events and tried community. And a lot of times, people really want community. They want relationships. They want people who can, they want mentors. But oftentimes, there's a lot of obstacles that get in the way of us really being able to do that on a consistent basis. I mean, life is busy, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I can't tell you how many times um, just in talking to people in general, people just feel tired. They just feel yeah. tired because they're doing so many different things. And the the reality is we all really want somebody to step in our life and help us along our way. We want somebody to show us something that we don't know how to do, or we want someone to teach us something that we don't know how to do so we can get to that next step that we're supposed to hit. And there's um, just life in general that gets in the way. I mean... Yeah. So one of the things that we started talking about was the 
opportunity. I mean, there's great opportunity in this season. Technology is amazing. We're definitely on a learning curve (laughs) for how to use some of it, but this is an incredible platform. So in the past, it was all people were coming and being part of the things that we were doing. And I feel like uh, what is on our heart now is to be able to share some of these experiences. And more than that, share some of the people that are in our world. We really have been gifted with amazing friends, amazing people. And like we've journeyed with them. We know that they're well-rounded. They're not like, you know, I believe the pendulum can swing oftentimes, you know, people can be far on the right side, far on the left side and just finding balanced people. And so we started, when we started talking about this, we began listing and we thought, wow, what if we could actually, you know, call these people and say, would you be willing to share? And we did, we reached out to them and every single person that we reached out said, absolutely, yes. So our heart is to create this platform. Uh, Podcasting is going to be part of it, but really an online community where you can get support, encouragement, not just mentoring, but coaching as well, where we can really help you figure out life and we can do it together. And I was so encouraged because this is a stretch for us, right? But I woke up one morning and opened the Bible, had been praying about what we had been talking about. And I love when God confirms things to you. And so I opened up and actually opened to Acts 8 and amazing passage of scripture. So I'm not gonna read it, but I wanna just surmise it real quick. It basically is the story of a guy named Philip and an Ethiopian eunuch. So the Holy Spirit says to Philip, I want you to get up and I want you to go to this specific road at this time of day. And so what happens is there's a Ethiopian eunuch, he's in a chariot, he's been in one location and he's now traveling. He's on his way to somewhere else. And the Holy Spirit tells Philip, go up alongside that chariot. And he does. And when he gets there, he sees that the guy is actually reading the scriptures. And he leans in and he says, hey, do you know what you're reading? Do you understand? And the guy says, how can I unless you help me? And so Philip grabs the chance, hops in the chariot, and they ride along the way. And Philip begins to give him just what he has, explains to him what he knows. And as he does, the guy is like, whoa, stop. And actually realizes what his next step is. Chariot stops, they get out, and the guy asks to be baptized right there on the spot. And when I read that story, what I felt the Holy Spirit saying is, you and Lauren are kind of like Philip. The people in your sphere that I've given wisdom to, that I've given a lot, I'm saying go. Go to where people are. And I can see people riding down the road in their car, quote, modern day chariot, and us just saying, I know you're searching. I know you're wanting deeper understanding. Let us hop in the car with you. Let us share what we know. And I believe the result of that is people are going to know what their next step is. Yes, I love that. And Debbie, you know what? Listening to you summarize that story, it, it 
I can't help but to think like you were the Philip in my life. Like you were the one that came along my way to help me get through my area where I was stuck and I knew I wanted more and I felt like I had more potential in my life and you got me to my next step. Like you were my Philip. So oh, thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> but I oh, think the pleasure's been I, mine. Yeah. So I think like, you know, that's so cool that, you know, you were able to read that story and share that because I know we both want to be Phillips for other people as well. Absolutely. And the idea of being able to bring an online platform to people um, on the go, that in itself, I think is really cool because how many of us really want at like someone in our lives to like- yeah go along with us, but we don't have the time to, you know, do a course or go back to school or whatever it is. This is here at someone's fingertips whenever they have a free moment, whether in the car or if they have their earphones in, they listen to it, you know, at night or when they get up and they're doing their makeup first thing in the morning or having a cup of coffee. I mean, it's like right here for anybody on the go. And it's all this wisdom that, you know, um, we have learned over time. Our friends that we are bringing, connecting to people have learned over time. Um, Resources that we have from coaching that we can help um, others. And it's just so exciting. It is. And, you know, I do want to share the name of this podcast and really kind of what this online community is going to become and how we kind of came about it. We're going to call it First in Maine. And as another passage of scripture comes out of another chapter eight, but this one is in the book of Proverbs. And I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but let, let me just read the very first part. It says, do you hear Lady Wisdom calling? Can you hear Madam Insight raising her voice? She's taken her stand at First and Main, at the busiest intersection right in the city square where traffic is thickest. She shouts, everyone out there on the streets, listen, listen, I'm talking to you. And it goes on and it says, don't miss a word of this. I'm telling you how to live well, and I'm telling you how to live at your best. And it goes on and talks about the things that wisdom brings into our life, prudence, uh, good decision-making, ability to really reign in our own lives. And so when I read that, I was like, I love this idea of first in Maine. Again, it's like a street, it's a specific spot. And that spot is really at the busiest intersection. All of us come to crossroads. All of us have these busy places of our life. And God is so good, He will meet us right where we are. And if we tune in, He has something that He wants to impart into our life that's going to help us not only live well, but live at our very best. And I know you and I, with our backgrounds in coaching, we know that when people prioritize correctly, when people have clear goals, basically when they put first things first and when they take the main thing that they should be working on and keep it the main thing, a lot of amazing things can happen, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I just think about like all the distractions that we have in life and all the decision makings that we have in life. And it can really trip us up if we aren't paying attention or we're not focused on the first and first or the main and main, you know, we can really um, go down the wrong path. I mean, think about all the decisions that we have to make in our everyday life. I mean, it can be absolutely exhausting. I mean, just thinking about what are we going to have for dinner and... um, 
you know, what are you going to wear for work tomorrow? (laughs) Or what kind of peanut butter are you going to (laughs) buy? Oh my gosh, yes. The peanut butter aisle is so overwhelming with all the different choices. It's very exhausting. I'm like, when did picking peanut butter get so complicated? Um, I know people are probably like, what? But no, seriously, standing in public, I'm like, when did an entire aisle get dedicated to just peanut butter? And it's like Nutella, almond butter, cashew butter, sugar-free peanut butter, natural peanut butter. Low fat. I mean, crunchy, chewy, not chewy, creamy, (laughs) all of that stuff. And so I actually did a little bit of research and I found out that in the 90s, which wasn't that long ago, y'all. Right. (laughs) The average grocery store had about 7,000 items in it. Oh, wow. Do you want to know how many items the average store has now? Oh, my gosh. Let's see. We'll double that, add a little bit. I don't know, like 20, 21,000 maybe? Yeah, double that. What? Yeah, like forty to 50,000 items on oh average. Oh, my gosh. No so, wonder we're so exhausted yeah, all the time. Yeah, most people on average make about thirty to 35,000 decisions a day. Oh, and my gosh. And so there's a lot of talk Many of you may be familiar with the term decision fatigue. Mm -hmm. And so there's a blessing to us being able to have access to stuff and lots of options. But there's also a real downside. I personally love shopping at Aldi now. Limited choices. (laughs) (laughs) You know, basically, if you go to the grocery store anymore, you've used up two days of decisions with all that. But seriously, what we're finding is that people are having to think so much about what am I wearing, you know, what kind of peanut butter, all the the little decisions that really in the scheme of life don't matter that much, Mm -hmm. that when it gets to the real important decisions, like who has God created you to be, what is really life about and how do you go about living it and living it well, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What kind of impact do you want to have on your family? What is the story, the real story that you want to tell that we don't get to that? And then you talk to a lot of people, they have a lot of regret. It's kind of like, where did time go? They end up and they think, I don't even know how I ended up here and what have I actually done? And you feel like you just missed out on all this stuff. And I don't want to see people you know, hit my age and feel like that. I want this season of people's life reaping the benefit of having made great decisions when they're younger. You know, we get through a lot in life by just figuring things out as we go along, you know? Um, But the truth is the capacity we all have to learn through trial and error is practically unlimited. I mean- (laughs) We've tested that. (laughs) Yeah, the thing is, is it's usually not very easy that way. And um, by the time you've done all the things and you realize all the things weren't working the way that you wanted them to work, you've not only exhausted yourself, you don't have the energy, you don't want, you've lost your like momentum. You don't want to keep going or keep trying and you feel defeated. So, um, you know, we can figure things out that way. Sure. But there is a better way to figure that out. Absolutely. So that's what this podcast is going to be all about, not doing life alone, sharing journey and experience, hopefully imparting wisdom so that you know uh, what step to take. And you can definitely be living the life that you were intended to live and living it to its fullest potential. Hey, so I'm thinking this is a really good spot to just wrap up today's first episode 
Guys, we didn't wanna go too long. We simply wanted to help you get to know us a bit better and understand what First in Maine is and why we're doing it. Hopefully we've accomplished that. So I just wanna say this at the very end. We're stepping out, doing something we've never done before. We're gonna grow as we go. And I wanna ask you, take this journey with us. Let's grow together. Let's not do life alone. Let's help each other and encourage one another. Lauren, if you will, take a minute and let everybody know how they can connect with us. And then maybe we should tell them what our next episode is gonna be about. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for being here with us and listening and um, joining us on our very first podcast. It's been a true pleasure to come to you today um, with some great personal stories and resources and help. And if you are wanting to connect with us a little bit more, we are putting together an online platform and you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just go ahead in the search engine and type in at First and Main Life and we will pop up for Facebook and Instagram. Hey guys, join us for our next episode as we talk about how to get out of your head and on with your life. If you've ever found yourself having a ping pong match in your head, trying to figure out what you're supposed to do, what step you're supposed to take, decision-making, it's a skill and we've got some tools to help you. Don't stay stuck. Get out of your head and on with your life. Thanks again for joining us. We can't wait to meet with you again at First in Maine, your avenue to living well.